people were affected by those songs, you know, whether it's Turn Your Heart Around from Love Stories and Other Musings or Vexatious from Disappearing Airports or Riptide from Wolves or, you know, anything off of Happy Pills for God's sakes. I mean, just, it, you know, I've had such a, a great time making these records and, and, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss it. But yes, it is, it's time for me to be the husband and the father that I've, I've always wanted to be. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's Keefe from GhostCultMag.com, and I'm once again honored to be joined by Kevin from Candlebox. How are you doing? I'm great, my man. Nice to see you again. It is so nice to see you again. A little bittersweet as we are talking about the Farewell album and tour. Uh, the Long Goodbye is coming out soon. Uh, you know, you predicted this in our last chat about a year and a half ago that this was where your <laughs> life was headed. I can't lie and say I'm thrilled, but I want you to be happy, and you got to do what you need to do for your family and yourself. And, you know, it's 30 years is a over 30 years is a long time to put into anything, let alone the music business. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's, uh, I, I think about it all the time and, and, you know, through the conversations with my wife and discussing what my future was, um, this just seemed like the perfect time to do it, you know? And, and, um, you know, like I mentioned a year and a half ago, we chatted about this. I, I have been contemplating this for quite some time, you know, it just was, it, it's no easy feat to, to have any type of success in this business. And I think that's the most difficult thing for, um, most artists when it comes time to actually put things away, it's hard to do because you've achieved something that not everybody does and, and you want to hang on to it. And, and for me, uh, I just, you know, I, I felt like I'd hung on to it long enough. And um, and it is, you know, like last night in St. Louis, we had this amazing show. And, and I, I have moments where I'm standing there going, have I made the right decision? Um, but I know deep in my heart, I have. Uh, it's just the emotion is such a strange thing because, you know, you have those highs and lows as an artist, you know, your entire career. And, um, and you know, like you mentioned, 30 years is a long time for a band to have any type of success or anybody, you know, outside of living 30 years. I mean, most people don't have jobs for 30 years, um, you know, or with the same employer. Maybe they do, but it's, it's very rare. And I'm just so lucky and, and I'm so grateful that this has been the opportunity I've had, you know, and, and that I've had a fan base that has allowed me to continue to make music for those 30 years. And, and, and I've never reached the success of the first album, but that never really mattered to me. It was that I was able to continue to make music and, and hopefully people were affected by those songs, you know, whether it's turn your heart around from love stories and other musings or um, vexatious from disappearing airports or riptide from wolves or, you know, anything off of happy fields, happy pills for God's sakes. I mean, just, it, you know, I've had such a, a great time making these records and, and, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss it, but yes, it is. It's time for me to, to be the husband and the father that I've, you know, I've, I've always wanted to be. <laughs> Nicely done. That makes man. Sense. <laughs> yeah. Family, family always first. I, you know, this, this business is a monster and, you know, let's not forget about the fact that, you know, a lot of your peers, many are not here anymore, or, you know, if you're lucky enough to, to be around still and be healthy and happy, you know, mental health is never you know, appreciated or respected enough in this country for sure. And uh, there's so many we lost along the way. You know, I like to say we lost a lot of rock soldiers, you know, I, by their first names alone, Lane, Mark, you know, it was Chris, uh, even, yeah. you know, Ben from Grunt Truck. It was a huge, yeah. like, she was a huge fan of that band. And like that guy was insanely creative and talented. And so I'm, you know, if you're getting to be here, I'm so happy for you because it's, you. you know, like I said, as a fan, I'm like, ah, oh. but also like, you know, and, and I, I don't know, I, I don't, 
feel like you're completely retiring from music. I'm sure you can make a solo album or make solo albums or make music, maybe, or, or come back in five years and say, you know, maybe I'll go do a thing. It's a, it's a, it's a good place to put a, a, a punctuation mark. You know? Put a little pin in there. Put a pin in there for now. Yeah, I, I hope you're not done totally making music because I think, you know, you have a lot. This new record's amazing. I hope everybody picks it up. Uh, I got so much out of this. And I also am a fan of, I love Happy Pills. So like, this is like that, you know, the summation of everything. Is it, it feels like a thesis, this album? Or is this feels like this is the record I'm making now? No, it's, I think it's really, um, for me, what I wanted to do with this, with the Long Goodbye album was I wanted to make a record that, um, that the five of us would be incredibly proud of as a band. And it's the first time in a long time that I've written with the five members of my band. Um, normally what I would do is I would come in with a song, sit down with Island or sit down with Brian, chop it up, knock it out and get it ready to work with Adam um, and then give it to Dave Cruzen and, and then, you know, we'd make the album and it would be bits and pieces and it would work. Um, but this record, it was, you know, BJ being our new drummer who just joined us last year. Um, he's a phenomenal musician and he's a great guitar player and songwriter. So I knew that I wanted to incorporate the band in the process of this album. And, and it's really the direction of it was let's not stop ourselves. If we love where we're going, let's go there. And, you know, we have an audience that's built in, that's going to buy it, listen to it, but maybe we can reach another audience. And, you know, the fingers, fingers crossed that this, record does well and I don't get to end it you know my touring at the end of the year I've got to continue on and tour next year that'd be a great gift for me and it'd be I and I think that that would be a really lovely thing for the fans and the band obviously chances are that's not going to happen but um you know if it does that there are worse things and um I just hope people love this record as much as we do I mean we went in there and made the record we wanted to make there was no thought as to um do we you know do we have this song do we have that song do we have a song in six it was really oh I love that song let's record it and that's what we did. Nice. I did not know that about BJ. Now I'll be looking out more uh, for him in the future. But I will say that Brian yeah. and Island showed up so hard on this record. There's so much great guitar stuff on here. Not necessarily even just riffs, just beautiful layers and all kinds of cool flavors and timbers, man. What a, it's like a tour de force of guitar and, and voice <laughs> for rock. It really is. Thank you. Yeah, that's, just, that's, where, that's what we're I trying to do. I sounded like a quote from a review I didn't write yet, but there it is. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we'll tell we'll tell the publicist there to put that in the pull <laughs> quotes that I didn't write yeah. yet. I, I I'm I'm sure a review is coming. But uh anywho, let's do a, a little track by track of the album together and whatever you feel like sharing with our audience, we'd be appreciative. Obviously the album kicks off with the awesome <laughs> new single Punks. It is a, a real good it's a real good way to open the record for sure. Yeah, Punks is a song. Um when we started working on it, um I I, I mean I instantly knew when we, when we did this demo that it was going to be a, a cool song. Um I mean, it was, we were sitting in the studio in um, Baltimore. Um, it was the first day and I was, I had this uh, beautiful 1974 um, Walnut 335 Gibson that I'd been wanting to do some work on in a studio and I hadn't had a chance to record with it. And I, I just plugged it into this amp and I started playing that riff that dun, 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 dun. and the band kicked in like within 30 seconds and was like, whoa, 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 what are you doing there? And I was like, oh, I just got this thing and it happened so fast. So I knew that it was going to be a special song. Lyrically, I wrote this with um, a couple songwriters um, that I wanted to work with in Nashville. Um, this kid named Chief, uh, another kid named Nick Brown, who uh, sings for a band called Mona, and he's featured on our record a couple tracks as well. Uh, and this other kid, um, Ryan Soros, I always screw his last name up. It's like Soros and Sten or something like that. Um, 
but what we wanted to, what I wanted to project from the song was that everything that I had learned as a musician over, you know, the, the 54 years that I've been on this planet and, you know, 45 of them being a musician, um, there's so much that I had taken from all my experiences. Um, and, and I never thought along the way that what I was doing was groundbreaking in any way, shape or form. I knew that the music that was inspiring me and influencing me was, um, something that could utilize in my songwriting, but I knew that had been done before. And so what I wanted to portray lyrically in the songs, it's no matter how hard you work, just understand that it's all been there before you've done it. It's your job to make sure that you make it yours. And it's your job to be ahead of that game. And if you're following the trends and if you're chasing this road, um, you're not going to get where you want to go. Um, you're you're going to end up hitting every single wall and every single obstacle that's in front of you because you're not trying to outdo yourself. You're just trying to be what you think everybody wants. And so that's what the, the sentiment of the song is, is that you've got to get out there and you've got to knock some doors down. You've got to break some shit. And that's how you're going to find who you are. And if you're not willing to do that, you're going to sit here and, and you know, just spin cycle and, you know, not achieve what you want to achieve. So I, I, you know, I hope people are taking that from it. I mean, I think that people kind of think that maybe I'm saying, you know, we already did this and you guys got nothing. And that's not what it is. It's really, you know, I've never been the type of lyricist that's wanted to kind of tell you how to live your life. Um, what I'm trying to do is give you options. <laughs> and, you know, because if you learn anything from me as a, as a musician, you know, I'm highly opinionated. I'm incredibly political. And, um, and, and I do certainly have opinions that, um, that I want you to understand at the same time i want you to think for yourself and that's what punk's about right on hashtag you got to break some shit by the way uh <laughs> i love it uh speaking of mono what what do you need is the next track also featuring the band yeah Mo uh, this is a great song uh with yeah i mean in the sense that um it, when you can collaborate with people what you can get out of it um this is a really interesting track for us. I don't think people are going to be expecting this type of a song. Um, it's a stomper. Um, I had this song um, in the studio and I, and I wasn't really sure what to do with it lyrically. And I said to Nick, I said, Hey man, I want to give you this track because I, I've always been a huge fan of mix. And for your listeners, if you don't know who Mona uh, are, check out this band. Their, their first record came out, I believe in 2010. Um, he's an incredibly prolific uh musician he, he produces music like daily three four songs a day it's incredible and i said to him i said i don't know where i want to go with the song but i think that you have such a great concept when it comes to your intuition as to who you work with because he's a songwriter out of nashville um and i just want you to take it and do what you want and he came back in 15 minutes later with this first verse of the song and I was like okay yes it's exactly where I want to go and and I think the beauty of it is what it's telling you is is how much do you need to take there's so much out there how much do you need is why is greed so important to us and why do we feel the need to take things from other people um, that doesn't belong to us why can't we let people be who they are why can't we live their lives and be, be live their lives the way they want to live it and what do you need what do you really need what are you asking for and that's what the song's about you know ask yourself that look in the mirror and say where are we going what is this what am i doing what am i how am i living my life and what kind of a person am i probably my favorite track on the record is the third track elegante oh thank you <laughs> i love this is a i mean i love this song um, fun song this started yeah, thank you. This started actually in a sound check um, in 2021. 
um, I had this guitar pattern um, that I was working on, which is just the verse riff. Um, and I was playing it on acoustically, uh, on acoustic. And the guys um, came up and, and just started playing along with me. And it, and it formed itself really, really quickly. So we recorded it at Soundcheck um, on, onto uh, our console. And I made sure that Carlos, our sound guy, sent it to me. And, and I sent it off to Island. I said, let's make sure that we don't forget this track. So that was, you know, two years ago. So when it came time to record it, um, I wanted to make sure that the, like you had mentioned earlier, the textures and the layers uh, are what this song's about. Um, lyrically, I have no clue what it means, um, to be perfectly honest with you. It was all about taking words and phrases that meant something to each one of us. This, uh, this young writer, Claire, that was in on the session with me, she's super, super um, creative. Uh, it, and I said, I, the, the word elegante, she's like, how do you rhyme with the word elegante? I said, well, I don't know. That's, you know, and she goes, well, what about Dante? Like Dante's Inferno. And I said, how do we incorporate that saying into the song? So that's why, you know, Dante, let's keep it elegante. Um, so it's really just a play on on rhyme and, and rhythm and movement. And the song's just, it's, a, it's about just kind of the sexy feel of things. And and you know i think the chorus represents something you know we take what we want to take and we say what we want to say sometimes but most of the time you know it's really just about sometimes music doesn't have to mean or the lyrics don't have to mean anything they just kind of represent an emotion and that what elegante does to me is lyrically it it represents that the beauty of elegance and and what it can mean to people i should be happy is the next track <laughs> i should be <laughs> should be is it i should be happy with a little emphasis or is it like i, sh I should be happy i'm not sure it's, where not, the... it's it's kind of a christopher walken sort of thing you know foo fighters foo yes. fighters um, yes yeah no it's um it's it's i should be happy but but am i and and really again you know this is a, another one of those play playing on people's emotions and you know do you do you find yourself enjoying the moment that you're living in you know is is it or 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 are you looking to deconstruct it are you looking to break it down is it you know what is it that life is bringing you and are you finding those things you know for me this the statement is i should be happy and 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 why am i not um, or am I not happy? You know, and so I'm just asking the question and, and, I'm, and I'm reaffirming it. You know, I should be. I'm laughing at me. I should be happy. I should be. Um, and, and really, that's it's OK to be happy in life. It's OK to enjoy where you're at. Um, and are you doing that? Nice. I'm always reminded as a marketing guy at heart beside a music guy that the very first episode of Mad Men when Don Draper says, what is happiness? The minute before you realize you need more of it. It's, it's yeah, so brutal. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So brutal. Uh, so Nails on a Chalkboard is the next track. <laughs> it's a good one. So this is, this is, um, this is an interesting song. Um, I don't think I, I don't think I'm going to divulge um, what this song's about. I think that people will find um, themselves in this track. Um, it's, it's, it's sentimental. And, and, you know, we all have that relationship in our lives that sometimes just as broken as it is, we can't we can't leave it, you know, and and I think that that's, you know, kind of what this song, what I want people to get from the song is that it, 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 it's <clears throat> there are tough decisions that need to be made. And, and sometimes, you know, you're ready for it. And sometimes you're not. Fair enough, sir. Ugly is the next track. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, you know, we're, we're living in that world right now. You know, ugly people saying ugly things to pre pretty people doing the same thing. I mean, it's, you know, we just have this 
we live in a society now where everybody just feels okay saying whatever they want and acting however they want. And it's just, it's disturbing. Right on. So hard. Uh, it's, I don't envy little kids growing up in this time, but I, I wish them good parenting and, and all the hope <laughs> yeah. in the world. It's tough. Exactly. I wouldn't put myself in this time. If I could go back in time, I wouldn't. Uh, Maze is the next track. That's just entirely about my wife, Natalie. Um, I mean, you know, it's, you know, trying to navigate, um, a relationship we've been together 22 years and, and, and it's in daily navigation, you know? Um, and she is a, a complete maze to me. Um, and I love it. It's cause it's every single day I learn something new about her and, um, and every single day, um, she brings me great joy. You know, the amazingly titled and amazing lyrics, cell phone, Jesus is the next track. I love this one too. <laughs> yeah. Cell phone, Jesus. Uh, this is, I mean, again, this is that kid, Ryan, I was talking about the songwriter who's just so creative. Um, he, he <clears throat> said, he said, he goes, guys, I got this line. I've wanted to use it, but he's like, it's Nashville. I don't know if I can use it. And I was like, what is it? He said, cell phone, Jesus. I was like, dude, that's a perfect, that's the perfect title for a song and because because i was raised roman catholic um you know i have a great understanding of of um religion organized religion my father uh, stormed omaha beach on june 6th of 1944 and he gave himself to god on that beach and said i will be your servant for life and he did he went to mass every single day um so i, I have a real understanding of what organized religion is um and the concept here is if you could pick up the cell phone and call jesus would you and if he answered the phone what would you ask for again it's it's an existential question you know um what are we doing where are we why are we here what does this mean you know what would you ask for if you could if you could ask jesus one thing what would it be and of course we live in this day and age where you're going to do it from a cell phone so it just seems obvious the next to last track is foxy foxy is just a fun dance track it started out with it was inspired by the cure um uh, everyone in the band you know we're all huge fans of the cure i mean if you're not i don't know why but um <clears throat> and we wanted to write a song that was just really really poppy and foxy is a term that i've used my entire life um I use it during shows all the time. It's just such a, I think it's such a cool word. And the song is really just about um, sexuality and the joy of, of experiencing it. Yeah. Right on. And the final track on the album is Hourglass. Hourglass is just the, those are bookends, man. You know, um, it is running out. Time is running out. And I, again, um, where are you? Where am I? Um, what have I seen? You know, um, what am I taking with me? Um, where's life going to lead me now? You know, um, it's it's again looking at myself in the mirror and and asking myself those questions. Right on. Thank you so much for sharing all that with us. That was a great unpacking all those tracks. And just for a final <laughs> question, because I want to give you back your day and probably other interviews and other interviewers asking inane questions about your art that doesn't always need to get defined. But here you are helping us. Uh, just a final thought to the fans. Like, what would what do you like? What would you like to leave the fans as you leave? You know, this final record and you know perhaps these final tours. Well, I think that, you know, I've, I've, I've always said it, that I'm just so grateful that I've had fans that have let me do this for 30 years. I mean, it, honestly, you know, I wouldn't be here chatting with you if, if fans didn't exist. And, you know, I when I started Candlebox with Scott back in 1991, um, you know, I had I had the hopes that something was going to happen. Um, but, you know, I never really thought that, you know, Candlebox was going to be a great success because there were so many other bands that were happening at the time in Seattle. Um, and, and one person bought that record, you know, on day one, and that started everything for me. And I, 
I'll never forget that, you know, and, and I want, and, and I would love to know who that one person was that bought that first record, you know, like, because it, imagine that, like, if you could go and meet the person that bought your very first album the day it came out, that gave you a 30 year career, what would you even say? <laughs> like, thank you for doing that, you know, and, and that's just what I want your audience to know. And, and the fans of Candlebox is I am just so grateful that you've given me 30 years. It has been a hell of a ride for me. Amazing. Amazing. The Long <clears throat> Goodbye is coming out from Round Hill Records, the esteemed Round Hill Records. Kevin Martin, thank you so much for Candlebox. Thank you so much for all this music and the memories. I really appreciate you hanging out with us and Ghost Cult today. Thank you. Thank you, brother. It's been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to see your face.